welcome. It's rain. We don't have Rachel this time. And just because Rachel's been sick, she lost her voice. And while she has been feeling better, I am actually out of state. And I agreed that I would handle this week's podcast, even though it's not as much fun when Rachel is not around. Um, I am in Texas uh, this this weekend doing a wedding. Um, we had a great thunderstorm last night. It was amazing. Anyway, doing weddings, I have to say, is a great way to get information for this particular podcast because as you are aware, I'm sure, we have been talking about train wrecks for of relationships. And this particular segment is on um, the internet and dating. And I have some input from Rachel, the from information that she has sent me that I will be talking about. But I've also been talking to several people that are involved through the wedding and people that have come in from out of state. And it's I've had some interesting stories, I have to tell you. But first, before we go to that, I am going to let you know that you can find us, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. You can also find us on Instagram at GetOnBoard333. And you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Oh, on Facebook, it's Rain and Rachel because we didn't want to have a, um, a business site because they have all sorts of restrictions, which is one of the reasons why Rachel won't do Facebook. But I will do Facebook because I know a lot of you out there do Facebook. And the whole point of this podcast is to help people re-engineer their life and, um, and, and create an amazing life. So however we can get this information out, it's important to get it out. So please share this podcast because it is all about that. We aren't um, out here saying, oh, you know, spend $4 billion with us and we will find a moment for you to uh, find a way to make your life better. No, we are here sharing like just raw information with you of all the things that we have gone through in life and we have gone through some shit in life, I have to tell you, and how we have worked our way through it and out of it and created these amazing lives. Like I have so much freedom in my life. It's it's incredible. I have a gorgeous house. I travel where I want to, when I want to. I have a couple of businesses. Um, I, I have a great family life. I have amazing friends and um, I have a lovely romantic life now that um, I, you know, I kind of wondered if that was ever going to quote, quote, happen again, but it didn't happen again. It happened anew in the way that I really wanted it to this time. Um, and that was at, that's after dealing with some train wrecks, I have to tell you, but not train wrecks. That's not all a train wreck and rain train wreck in a relationship, Um we go through all different stages in relationships. So there were fun times in both Rain with in, in both Rachel's and Rain, my life and relationships. Um, but there were red flags that we didn't look at. There were things that we avoided. All those kinds of things that one does when one wants to have a relationship, you know, wants to have that companionship, etc., as opposed to like creating your life 
the way that you want it to be and being able to stand alone singularly, being able to take care of yourself financially, being able to take care of yourself emotionally, um, being able to take care of yourself physically. And I know some people out there are a little bit more challenged, but I have to tell you that Rachel has been enormously challenged, challenged especially with the physical aspects. So, um, so we have been through pretty much everything. If you listen to this, you will see that, uh, that I don't think that we avoid any subject or we haven't, between the two of us, been through the ringer. So you will pick up all kinds of great information. Um, so that last bit, you can find us on Facebook. It's called Rain and Rachel. And then on the top, it says get on board. And you can find us on YouTube. We don't have a ton of videos uploaded yet. But as uh, Rachel gets uh, more and more time available, we will do more videos because I have, I have a little bit more flexibility with my life than Rachel because she's doing a lot of training right now. Um, anyway, sip of coffee because I don't really have a break in this. And I hope you guys don't miss Rachel too much because, well, I have to tell you, I miss that bantering a lot. I miss kind of heckling her and asking her all kinds of pointed questions but um, hopefully we will have a little laughter through this as well as some pain because it is painful when you do not um, see the red flags or you ignore those red flags and you think, oh, this is the love of my life, even though he calls me all the time, every day, and takes up every moment of my life and we think that that is normal or good or we love the attention. That happened to me, it also happened to Rachel. And, and what happens is you get sucked into this, this void, really, because if someone requires you to give them all of your attention or you're giving all of your attention to just one person, what happens to the rest of your life? Deet, 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 deet. Red flag, everybody. And I also want to tell you that in all of the, um, I have done a ton of research since I, I stopped dating for a while. Just so you know, I was in a 10-year relationship. I was married for 10 years and it started out great and it just did not end up being um, I mean, 10 years is, is a long time, but I, I gave it my all and it was, it was done in. And then I had a 20 year relationship with my kid's dad and there were great times in it, but there was a lot, there were a lot of things and, um, a lot of things that I, you know, looked the other way on. Fortunately, I didn't have anybody in my life that cheated on me. Rachel had those kinds of things happen to her a lot. So that in, in relationships, it's great because we do have those kinds of contrasts that she can speak to that part and I can speak to the other part, which is the emotional detachment. My, um, you know, I am an extremely affectionate person, but I am also hard worker and and I get really involved in my businesses and I suppose I can be emotionally detached so if people don't communicate it it becomes this this whole series of emotional detachments back and forth with people and it becomes a train wreck it's never just one person 
if you are blaming people for how you're feeling or your frustrations in relationships, or you say, oh, this person cheated on me, I have to tell you. And Rachel will always say, you have to have self-accountability. You did not pay attention. You aren't looking at what's going on. You are ignoring it, or you are doing certain things that are also part of the problem. It is not just the other person that that causes the problem. A person can break your heart, but like with, with Rachel and I, we stepped into that heartbreak. You know, we, we almost knew beforehand exactly what was going to happen, especially being as intuitive as, as we are. But, you know, we, we people who are, have a tendency to be more empathic, we sometimes give people leeway we should not give them. Anyway, um, going back to that talking every minute of every day with someone and, and, and we'll say it, you know, your soulmate, your twin flame, or whatever this connection is, you meet somebody and you just have that instant connection and it is amazing. They, you click and you don't want to be away from each other, but that is not healthy. It may, and I'm, I'm going to sip, like I said, I'm going to sip coffee in between here because it's just me talking and not Rachel. And, and yes, I tried to put this podcast out a couple of times this week, but every time I tried to, I got some kind of interruption and you also know that we're tech tards and it stopped right in, right in the middle or towards the end. And I'm just like, no. And I'm hoping today, this is uh, before I actually go out and, and perform the wedding, that it's going to be a quiet space, that nobody really needs me right now, and they're all preoccupied. There's nobody, none of my clients are calling me because they know that I'm out of town doing a wedding. So I'm hoping that this one actually works. Um, okay, going back to that. So if, if you have this amazing connection with a person and you are 24 seven joined, joined at the hip, or if they're in another state, which happens a lot these days, especially with internet dating, you're, you're talking all the time. Understand that there are some systems out there that are being sold to people that are internet dating who have severe emotional issues. There are a lot of train wrecks out there hoping that they will find somebody that will fill the space or they have been, you know, so, so they, they're, they're in that victim mentality and they want somebody to fix them, right? They want somebody to help them. They want somebody to take care of them. They want somebody to, to help them financially or help them emotionally or help them through those things. And while that can be great when, um, when you have a real relationship that's not the basis to start a relationship. That is not the place where you want to start. And then you've got the people out there that are, you know, that, that are actually perpetrators. They're looking for people to hurt because they have been hurt in a relationship. Somebody cheated on them. Um, they feel worthless. They feel uh, disempowered. And so they need to feel powerful. They want to take that power back and they want to do to other people what has been done to them. So the person, and I don't want to make you guys paranoid. I just want you to be aware of how you're feeling, how your gut is feeling and pay attention to red flags 
and don't be dismissive of how things are progressing, what's going on in your life. You need to check yourself and you need to check the other person. And sometimes you need to like dig into the other person because you do not know what's on the other end of that. People have gotten killed, right? And again, I don't want to paranoia you. I just want you to be smart about being out there and care about yourself and getting yourself in that space. Now, really, you should not be dating if you aren't ready to date. And when I, when I say that, you're not ready to date if you cannot take care of yourself financially. Go get a fucking job. Go to school. Do something. Do not go into a relationship because you are you have to be dependent on someone else. It's a train wreck waiting to happen. Be an adult. Get a job. What a concept, okay? Don't go try go don't go looking for a relationship if you are emotionally fucked up. Figure out why you are emotionally fucked up first because you are going to invite people into your life that are emotionally screwed up just as bad or worse than you. And then you're going to create an even worse train wreck together. I can guarantee it. Okay. So there's all of these things, you know, and and lonely. If you are feeling terribly lonely, uh, filling that void with a person. And I have a story about that. Um, The groom that I asked the groom about stories and he shared one with me. He said that he was just really lonely. And so he was internet dating and he, and he started dating this person and, and they were just crazy demanding and he would have to drive. He would work all day and this person would expect him to drive like two hours to come and see them and, and was, and when he would get there, they would just like, like tear into him or bitch at him, or it was just like this constant, um, un- di- uh, constant discomfort. And finally he's like, you know, I just, I just don't need this in my life anymore. I I'm done. I'm leaving. And he had a backpack on and she would not let go of it. She actually held like put it around her and held on to it. He had to go get some scissors and cut the cut it off so he could leave. And then she called the police and asked um you know, I don't know exactly what happened, but they called him and and he said, "Look on the kitchen floor. You will see the straps to the backpack. She would not let me leave. I just wanted to get out of there because she she's she's crazy." There are crazy people out there. That is, and, and that's just one story. So ask yourself, what kind of relationship do you want? These, um, these systems that are out there, there's one in particular, and I don't want to name names because I don't want people going out there and hunting for them because someone is going to listen to this podcast and they're going to go, oh, wow, there's this system out there where I can, I can learn how to control people. Yeah. If you have to control someone in a relationship, that's not a real relationship. You are broken. There is something wrong with you mentally, and you need to get help. You need to work through your issues because a relationship is not um, 
is not where you are controlling the other person. That's not a relationship. A relationship was where two people come together, they care about each other, and they put each other first, really. Um, they love each other enough to be able to put each other first. They are able, able to be vulnerable with each other and communicate truthfully. Tell people, tell each other what is going on in their minds, what is going on with them um, sexually, what is going on with them with their work, what is going on with their finances, what is going on in their life. I mean, you don't just meet and then tell somebody everything because that's also a red flag right there. But you create a relationship where there is this openness to know what is going on in each other's lives. There's not secrecy. You know, there's a difference between being a little bit mysterious and being secretive. Being secretive means that you're keeping things from someone and there's a reason why you're hiding that shit. It's probably some kind of addictive behavior or you're just doing something nasty. So these, this system that's out there, um, this one in particular for men, uh, and I, would, I will say against women, because really that's what it is. It's against women. It's not doing anything that is positive in any way, shape, or form to a woman. Um, it teaches men to love bomb. And so that's why I'm talking about this, these calls constantly, every day, all the time. They, they love bomb. They, they start asking questions that are probing to find out exactly how you respond. And they, they want to touch all those soft places in you where, where they're getting that loving response. And then they pull away. They'll disappear for a while. They will make you feel like, oh my God, what happened to this person? You know, like you did something wrong. And you'll start questioning yourself. You'll start making all these kinds of assumptions. You'll think that you screwed up. And then they'll show back up. It's very much like the abuse, the abuser, who um, we've all seen stories about it. We've seen um, uh, television shows about it, etc., where someone, where where somebody beats the other person up and then they come back and they bring flowers and they tell them how much they love them and this person accepts them back and it's not very long until they're beating them up again and then sometimes it gets to the point where they kill them, right? Well, this is abusive. This is mental abuse. This is that same controlling behavior and it's insidious. It gets ingrained into a person's brain and pretty much this person can come and go as they please and if you think you're the only one that they're doing it to, you're most likely wrong. Um, these people that do these kinds of things to other people, they do not have self-worth. They are doing it because they are incapable of actual honest relationships. They are incapable of that connection. They do not want to do the work that will enable them to have a loving, deep relationship with another person. The only thing that they're capable of is controlling someone. They want someone there. They want someone to be there for them no matter what. And they want that person to be basically their mental punching bag. They want them to hold all their shit for them. And if that's what you want to be for the rest of your life, uh, you know, that's what you will be if you get sucked into these relationships. Um, but you need to have your own self-worth and recognize that. So if, if someone is just constantly digging into your time and 
and getting control of every moment of every day and then pulls away, eh, 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 red flag. You need to get a life. And if they are worth their stuffings, um, they will come back and they will not do that anymore. They will help you in the ways that you need help and they will not try to control you. But the chances are if they do that and that's how it starts out, these people are not capable unless they get some serious help or start learning some things. So that's red flag. That's a big, giant red flag. Um, Loneliness is a big thing. A lot of you that are out there that are listening to this podcast are probably having some serious issues with that that feeling of loneliness. Um, Some of you may be going through a period of time where I know Rachel and I both went through these periods of times where we had split up with somebody who was extremely important to us and and we were just like curled up in the fetal position and and just alone you know but those feelings are important to deal with you don't go from alone to oh i need to go out and sleep with somebody i need to find somebody to cuddle with eh, eh, eh. that is a red flag to anybody else that's coming into your life you are the problem then if you cannot learn how to have a meal by yourself, go for a walk by yourself, take a class by yourself, cook by yourself, go to work by, you know, by yourself, clean the house by yourself, do things in life on a regular basis like and and challenge yourself. Go traveling by yourself. Do something that you've always wanted to do but you but you thought that it was um something that had to be done as a couple. If you cannot do those things and you are always feeling lonely, you have serious work that you need to do. And you are the red flag to someone that might be coming into your life. But you're also, um, you are also vulnerable. So that being really lonely makes you a target. It makes you tar- a target for these people that are, um, you know, buying these systems out there to send the right texts, to send the right messages, to, to reel you in. And they are out there and they are insidious, okay? So you need to do that work on yourself as far as being lonely. I went out on a date a few years ago when I was dating. And um, I went on, on a date with this, this fellow and he was, he was tall, he was pretty handsome. He had a great job. He was personable. There were, there were so many positive things about this person. And I thought, wow, you know, this person has potential. And he told me a story about his last relationship and it was a red flag. But I thought there's a possibility that this person learned, but I'm going to share the story. So he met this person online dating and I'm going to, I'm going to shorten it a little bit. And they dated for quite a while. She had her own house and she lived a distance away. He had a smaller house and he lived in a very busy city, but he had a good job and that's where he was going to stay. So after a while, there were some financial issues that she had and she ended up losing the house. 
So he told her that she could move in with him. Okay, eh, 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 eh. what did I say about red flags and about financial situations? There are a lot of you out there, and especially men, and I don't want to be you know, gender biased because I know that there are a lot of women that step in and help men in the same way. And, and really, is that what you want the basis of your relationship to be? To be with someone who is a financial train wreck and who is going to fuck your life up for the rest of your life? Um, it's one thing to help your partner. It's another thing for, the, for your partner to um, put all of their shit on your doorstep and, and cause you nothing but problems. That's not how you want to start a relationship. So, so this person had financial issues, obviously. They lost their house. They moved in with this person. And um, a little while later, there was a problem with the ex. And this person had a child. So the, the kid moved in with them. And this person told him that, she, that the kid was allergic to cats. So he had to get rid of the cats. And she took his cats out of his house and got rid of his cats. Then, not very long after that, she got her son a cat. Hmm. I would think that that would be a problem, wouldn't you? But the son is living there, the girlfriend is living there, now another cat, a new cat is living there, and there's no problem with that cat. Then a little while later, she said that the cat needed to have a friend, so she brought another cat in. You see how this pattern is? So this woman wants control of this person's life and is playing the victim, right? Is playing the victim in order to get control so that they have someone to take care of them. If that is happening in a relationship, is that how you want to spend the rest of your life? Is that just because you're lonely? Do you think that 10 years from now, after you get into a relationship and you've gone through this, do you think you're going to be feeling better? Or do you think maybe you should do the work on the front end and learn how to, what I had said before, have dinner by yourself, do things by yourself, you know, and and start creating a life for yourself. And that way you can have a healthy relationship, not one of these right? So then a little while later, she gets two dogs. So now in this small house, and he is the one that's working every day. And now he's working like seven days a week to take care of all this stuff. Um, The house is a disaster. It's got two dogs and two two cats and uh, a teenage kid that's not this person's and, and they don't have a connection to. And there's a lot of arguments going on. And this girlfriend that is just um, basically spending every dime that get, that comes in, you know? So is, is that all her fault? Uh, no, it's his fault because he's allowing this shit to happen. He finally, after three years of dealing with this, he tells me that it cost him seven or $8,000 to move her out of the house into her own place and be done with the relationship. Now, Telling me all that on a first date, if I was another woman like that woman, I'd be like, oh, here's a person that I can take advantage of. So when I say about 
keeping secrets versus, you know, when I talk about talking about things, you need to get to know a person and see if they are someone you can trust with information. Okay, that's the start. Um, and then you go from there. So I went out on another date with this person because I liked him. And then I, and they were in a different state because I, I travel. And so I went back to my, where my home is because that, that was in uh, California. Um, and one morning he texts me and he said, what are you doing? And most people know I spend my early mornings working. I'll, I grab coffee and I sit cross-legged in bed working on paperwork or writing mantras or, you know, or working with clients. It's just how I start my morning. Um, and I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm sitting here having coffee cross-legged in bed. And his comment was something along the lines of, oh, I wish I was next to you. And I'm thinking, okay, I had two dinner dates with you. And you already have me sleeping next to you on a regular basis. Um, red flag, because that is way too quick. You know, I, as, as you guys know from the conversations that Rachel and I have had, you know, I like sex and I think men are awesome. And having a relationship that has that connection is what I think most people want. Um, so it wasn't that I didn't want to have a relationship. It's just that I wanted a healthy relationship. And that is not a healthy relationship. Start. That is somebody that is uh, going through a boundary that I have. It's way too soon. So I did not answer because I really didn't know what to say. There's no way to answer that text that's positive. If I say, well, um, yeah, so would I. It's not the truth because, and, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't, it wouldn't have wanted to maybe in the future when I was sure that this person was a person that I, I really wanted in my space. But at that moment, that was not the answer. And then if I said no, the year it's way too early, it would have been immediate offense anyway, because guys often take offense at those things. But I wanted I wanted to wait and think of what my response should be um, and, and word it properly. And a few hours went by and he said, well, I guess you don't feel the same way. And, and so I responded back and I said, well, it's too early for me to know. I have to know you better. And his comment was, you know, I'm X age and I don't have time. And so with you being in a different state, I don't see how this is going to work out. And I thought, wow, you do not even see that you are setting yourself up to do the same thing again. Because you're lonely and you don't want to live the rest of your life alone, you're just going to go from one train wreck to another train wreck, creating train wreck, train wreck after train wreck, and probably ultimately end up completely alone when you really need a person because you have not 
worked on yourself. You haven't created your own life to be this amazing thing that would invite an amazing person in where it's a symbiotic relationship and you're taking care of each other. And that's what you want. So, yeah. Um, Does that sound familiar to anybody out there where you are repeating those kinds of patterns? Because that is not what I think any of you want to do. And going back to Rachel um, and the the thing that she wanted to, to talk about, the first thing was about people wanting attention constantly. But the second one was people on their phone. And this is about the internet. And this is about internet dating. This is about, you know, systems of control that people use to internet date. It's about red flags and being aware. But it's also about being in relationships with people who are addicted to other things. And one of them is the internet and their phone. So how many of you have a relationship or think you have a relationship and the person the minute that you're in the room with them, they're on the phone. Or they hide their phone. Or they are texting other people constantly. And this was, this was one that had just come up by someone that I was talking to. They were on a trip with their... Uh, person that they were in a relationship with. This is supposed to be a dedicated relationship. And this guy was leaving, and they were with another couple, was leaving the room and going out to his car. And he was on the phone with somebody else. And he kept leaving and going back out to the car. And he kept saying it was business. Um, Does that sound legitimate to anybody? So there are all these Okay, if you look on Instagram uh, in pretty much any place, any kind of social media out there, it is, it's a store, right? You can get on multiple dating sites. And there's a lot of people that are on these dating sites that are, that are um, not really dating sites. They are sites where people are hooking up. And that's not something that I really understand because I've never been a hookup kind of a person where I would want to sleep with someone that I didn't get to know. But I know there are people out there that do that all the time. It's dangerous. First of all, there's STDs out there, people. Second of all, someone that I do know personally just was killed, was murdered by someone. They went out and it was, it's one of the younger people that, that I knew that had actually been around, um, my my kid and all of their friends and uh had gone gone out on a date and the person had um some kind of a psychotic break and stabbed them to death um and and the person that stabbed them to death called the police and said oh i killed this person so uh you don't you know is if is do you want to take your life in your hands for what because you you need some sex um, masturbation, <laughs> it's, you know, it's a healthier way to go about that. Or you're lonely. Come on, make some friends. You know, like I said, take a class, do something that's healthy. 
going out there and hooking up, and I'm not, this is not a judging thing. This is, hey, you want a really great life? This is not the way to go about life. And shopping for people, you know the kind. They, they say that they're in a relationship and they're in a relationship for two weeks. Two weeks is not a relationship. Or they're in a relationship for six months. I'm sorry. Guys, a relationship is not six months. A relationship is a ongoing thing. And, you know, and a start of a relationship is six months. It is in baby stages, you know, that's the beginning of a relationship. It takes a long time for people to really know each other. Some people get married, you know, they'll, they'll meet each other and they're married in a couple of weeks and it works. And it's like, you know, they've been married for their whole lives, but that doesn't happen that often. It takes time to get to know somebody, but you know, these people that are always shopping and they'll be in a relationship for a couple of weeks and they're on to the next. They're like, oh, this is the love of my life. This person is amazing. And then the next thing it's like, oh, I broke up. And then they're in a relationship with their soulmate and then they broke up. And then the next person's their soulmate and then they broke up. And it's like, woo, baby, there's a lot of soulmates out there, don't you think? Um, no, we're talking someone who is not doing their work, Right. We're talking someone who doesn't get it. We're talking someone who is trying to fill a hole in their soul by um, another human being. And that's not fair to you or the other human being. Healthy relationships, is, it's not how it works. So you've got all of these dating sites. And if somebody is in your presence and you see them swiping a lot, chances are they're dating you while they're looking for something else. And that is a sickness that I see running through society constantly. Oh, you know, somebody constantly looking for someone with bigger tits, a rounder ass, somebody with more money, somebody that's got a prettier face, longer hair, a better car, whatever. You know, this person didn't measure up so I'm going to go on to the next person. Well, do that in the first place. Date. Date. And then go, well, you know, this one doesn't have the potential. This one may have potential. And be honest with the people that you're dating. And this is just a suggestion. Wait to get intimate with someone until you've decided that this person is the person that you've got potential with, okay? And if a person is on their phone and they are like constantly playing games in your presence instead of having conversations with you, red flag. If the person is on their phone and they are constantly chatting with other people, red flag. If the person is passive aggressive and can't have a conversation with you, but will point out all of your flaws online, red flag. If the person will not introduce you to their friends or their family, red flag. If a person tries to get rid of your friends and your family, red flag. If a person wants to push your boundaries and wants to sleep with you immediately and you're not ready, red flag. 
If a person doesn't want to have sex with you at all and you want to have sex with them at some point, red flag. You know, there are all kinds of addictions out there. Um, one of them is a porn addiction. And uh, Rachel has definitely had a couple of different issues with dating people that had these these addictions. Now, again, we're not judging um, on porn addiction or on porn, um, porn addiction, yes, but on porn or anything else that people use to, um, you know, to help them with certain needs because there a certain amount is healthy. It's called moderation. But there are people who are addicted to this stuff and they actually think that what happens in a porn video is real. They are delusional. I'm going to tell you that most of those videos that you see, um, people are not really liking that shit. It's a, it's an act. It's an act. It's not connection. And that is just basically for immediate stimulation for masturbation. That is not how real connection works. And there's people out there with kinks. I think everybody, I think pretty much everybody has a little kink to them. And so, you know, has a fetish, has something else. And so there are fetishes out there that that are tintillating and are interesting to people. And that's great. But again, um, when you have a connected partner, you learn to communicate those kinds of things. But there are people who want someone to be in their presence. They want someone to be in their home. They want someone to be there to take care of them. They want that emotional uh, um, cushion to fall into, but they've got these addictive patterns. And I don't care whether it's drugs or alcohol or whether it's gambling or it's porn, because right now we're kind of focusing on this because it has to do with internet and it has to do with attention, right? Attention is an addiction. And so people will be on the internet constantly trying to get attention. And if people are trying to get attention, whether it be by, um, you know, attention from men because they they crave constant um, compliments from people or whether it's attention from women, you know, saying, oh, big boy, I just want to, you know, suck that whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's not real, people. It's a fantasy. And everybody has fantasies. But Those are things that you can play out a little bit with your partner. But if you live in a fantasy world and that's what you want to be in is just being in a voyeuristic fantasy world, you are not relationship material. And you should not invite these people in to be in a relationship with you because they are not capable of emotional connection. But they may try to bring you into their life because... Because they want someone to take care of them emotionally. They, you know, they will shut you like, like what happened with Rachel, where she was shut out of the bedroom while this person was masturbating to porn and getting t- attention from all kinds of other women. And, and she, was, she was there as a, a person to talk to when it was convenient. Do you want to be a person of convenience? Ew. Ugh. You know? Let those people go be toxic in their own space. They deserve to be alone. 
And I know that probably sounds really harsh, but self-accountability, if that's all they want, if that's all they want is to be gamers, and I know, I'm sorry, I know there's a lot of gamers out there, but if that's all you do is game and watch porn and, and maybe like you're an Uber driver and you game and watch porn and you really don't have much to bring to a relationship, just, yeah, just leave the whole dating scene alone. Just leave people alone. Or just say, you know, I am a loser that uh, is addicted to porn. And and yes, I know I'm being really kind of rude right here. But come on, if that's all you do, that's not life. You aren't, you aren't living. You know, you are not living if all you do is live on a, a movie screen or a flat screen that's connected to the internet. And that's, that's where your connection is, is just the internet that is not being connected. So leave the other people out that wants a connection. And if, you know, just go to the hookup sites and just be honest that, that you are incapable of any kind of connection with another human being and you just want to screw. But for those people that are on those sites, beware that, you know, you need protection you can get STDs and you can get killed (laughs) because there are a lot of crazy people out there. People that do these things, they have mental problems. They really do. They have not learned how to interact with other human beings. And so if another human being only knows what they know from a porn or or from a video game, you do not know what's going to set them off in a real world interaction. These people need to learn how to interact with real human beings. And if they don't and aren't capable of it, um, I would leave them alone. You know, red flags. There are red flags all over the place. So, yeah, this is the I have seen the Internet just, you know, be so destructive. And now I want to talk about a little bit about just regular relationships in the Internet because it can also be insidious and, and invasive there where you, you know, you're, you've been dating for a couple of weeks and the person insists there, they say, how come you, it still says single on your, on your um, Facebook. Well, if you're still just dating them and you're in that first stage and you're being honest with them and you say, I'm dating other people and I'm just dating you then it makes sense to still be single. But if they insist on you changing that and you're not comfortable with it, that's a control factor. That's a red flag. And if you're a person that insists on everybody constantly changing things for you, that you've got self-esteem issues and you need to work on that. There is a particular amount of time that goes by where a person has committed to a relationship where they're saying, yes, this is, this is committed. And I'm not going to say, okay, it's four weeks, it's six months, it's two years. I'm not going to say that. But you will know. It's when you both stop dating other people. No one is shopping for somebody else. All these other red flags do not exist, right? Because you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who has red flags. But if you are choosing to be in a relationship with someone with, with red flags, hello, we're listening to this for a reason, right? <laughs> right? Okay. 
so I don't, I don't even have a status on my Facebook anymore. I don't worry about that. My relationship is my relationship. It isn't anybody else's relationship to have anything. Once in a while, I will say something about having something lovely happen. Um, I might occasionally post a picture of me doing something with my person, but I am not going to have a fight on the internet. Um, I'm not going to be passive aggressive on the internet. I am not going to involve my friends to take sides on the internet. If you are doing those kinds of things, there is something wrong with you. (laughs) I am sorry, but you're passive aggressive and you need to work on it and you are the red flag. All right. That is not a healthy way to use social media. Really, social media is for um, helping us promote positive things. And nowadays, um, you see a lot of negative things. But it is a venue for people to post what they believe and what they feel. And um, a lot of times I don't agree with it. But I'm not here to agree with everything that my friends do or say. Um... I have friendships and relationships with people that are based on a whole lot more than their political views or, you know, their, um, you know, their, their gender, their whatever, you know, it's people are allowed to be who they want to be. So I rarely will argue points on Facebook. I will occasionally put something in, in support of, um, things like, somebody's right to have, uh, you know, the right to protest or somebody's right to have their, their right to have their own perspective, etc. But if you are using social media to attack your friends or to attack someone you're in a relationship with or to show that you are right and your way is the right way, you might want to take a look at yourself and why it's so important for you to be right. Because being right is really subjective. It's a subjective thing. So I'm going to get off that bandwagon a little bit here and talk some more about this phone. This phone for communication. If you have to have a text Every five minutes from a person that is in your life, you are needy. If you do not respond to someone and you ghost them and you are in a relationship, you are, you've got problems. These phones are communication devices. I'll give you an example of a healthy interaction. Hey, babe. Good morning. Hi, sweetheart. Good morning. I hope you have a great day. Then hours may go by and it's like, how's your day going? My day's going great. How's yours? And there might be a few things that are said. And then there might be nothing else in there, right? And if you aren't living together, you might be like, hey, babe, I'm really tired. I'm going to hit the sack. But if it's like, hey, babe, good morning. And two days go by and you don't get anything. Yeah, it's a problem. If there is a question and you need an answer to it and the person ignores you, there's a problem. Um, you know, if a, few, if a few hours go by 
and you know that they are fine and they are well and they are not otherwise occupied and it's an important question they don't answer it there's a problem but if you are this if you are just demanding and you're and you want attention 24/7 that is also a problem because you will drive that other person crazy there is a happy medium moderation use it for communication if you are always paranoid about what somebody is doing, there is a problem in your relationship. There is a trust issue. And that is the big thing with these devices nowadays. It's trust. And if you are with a person you feel you cannot trust, why are you with them? You need to think about that. If you are untrustworthy, why? Are you in a relationship? Why are you trying to get in relationships with people? Are you a predator? Are you just trying to hurt people? If you are not capable of a relationship, stay out of relationships and be honest. There's plenty of people out there that just want to fuck each other. Go out there and and be in that group of people. That's an honest way of being in this world. Just be you. No one's asking you to be any different than that. But don't go into a relationship with somebody who wants a solid relationship, a loving connected relationship with another human being. Go be detached with all the other detached people that are, you know, that are all gaming and and into porn and into all that. Just be honest. Hey, I'm a gamer, I'm into porn, I'm into this and I'm not dissing all you gamers because I know there there's some people out there that just use it for like a meditation thing. So, you have to uh, you know, I apologize for that because they're like I hike. Um and so I will just take off for a couple hours and I'll go hiking. So if you're gaming and you spend a couple hours gaming, that's one thing. But if but you know that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these people that that is what they do all the time. And they don't they're not even capable of a conversation because it's always the console in front of them. So um I'm not an unreasonable person so I'm not talking about that. Anyway, So if you cannot communicate, stay out of a relationship. Go be in that environment with a group of people that's out there in society that is like you, that is disconnected and doesn't want any connection. Do not expect a relationship and somebody to be there for you if you are not capable of a relationship. That is wrong. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'll be judgy. It's wrong. It's wrong to do that to another human being and you are a predator, okay? Um or you're a control freak. And that's not that's not healthy for the other person. And if you are if you are in a relationship and you don't care about the health of the other person, you are a POS. You're a piece of shit. It's just the way it is. But at the same token, if you're in a relationship and you were giving and giving and giving and giving to someone that has is not capable of giving anything to you. Why are you in that relationship? You need to learn not to do that to yourself. You need to have value. So if you find yourself in these kinds of situations, understand it's learning. There are no mistakes unless you don't learn. But these devices are for communication, and if you are not learning healthy communication, through these devices and you're just shopping and you're just using people or you're just, you know, using it for something else. 
other than a positive interaction, you might want to rethink that because life can be beautiful when you learn to communicate and you learn um, cooperation and love and how to connect with another person. But in order to do that, you really have to learn to be able to do things also on your own. We're not meant to be alone in this world, but you should be able to take care of yourself, pay for yourself, deal with your shit, and be a viable other part, you know, the, uh, the other part of a relationship. It's not just all about the other person. Anyway, I hope I didn't just drive you guys crazy today. I love giving the information out there. Um, I shared some of Rachel's stories. I shared some stories from some other people that I had heard. And I want you to love life, to find an amazing person, to be an amazing person in a relationship, and to heal all those wounds that are within you and make life beautiful. So you can find us out there in several places. Remember, you can find us on YouTube. Remember to subscribe and hit the bell. We're going to have more, um, more videos coming out soon. And uh, if you have the opportunity, we are on Instagram. And you can find us on um, Instagram at getonboard333. And you can find us on several places uh, for, the, for our podcast. And our podcasts are available on Spotify. And our podcasts are available on, I'm trying to look it up, um, anyway, on Google Podcasts, on Overcast, on, um, um, come on, Brango. Oh, anyway, on Anchor. Um, I'm getting tired because I've done all the talking. Anyway, I will be back to my home state tomorrow. And um, I'm finishing a wedding up today. I hope you guys have a great one. Take care. Sending love and light out there. Be amazing. Have amazing relationships. Use these phones for something positive and not for negative. Don't control. Don't be abusive. I know it's easier said than done, but hey, life is supposed to be this cool thing and an amazing journey. Make it beautiful. Rain out. <laughs>